Good morning, beautiful souls. Welcome back to the Existential Healer. This is episode seven. Um, if you are new here, this is a sort of collective reading. Um, <clears throat> sometimes I have themes, sometimes I don't, but overall this is a collective reading, so um, if there's something I say that doesn't resonate with you, it's not meant for you. If there's something that I say that does resonate with you, then it's meant for you. Um, do your best to know the difference, and if you feel like you're being doomed to a certain reality, just know you're not using these collective readings um, correctly in your own practice. But with the disclaimer aside, how are you doing today? Today's Friday, June 17th. Um, I'm doing good. I have a lot of ideas in my head today. So I don't really know where today's reading is going to take us, but we're just going to see. Um, <clears throat> overall though, I've been kind of working towards, um, I think just interpreting a message that our guides want us to hear right now. So with that being said, Spirit, what message do we need right now? What message are we looking for right now at this time? What message, what message do you have for us today? Oh my gosh. Um, also, if you guys are interested, um, I am now posting visual episodes on YouTube, so I appreciate you listening, but I know that some people like to see the cards when they get hearings or whatever, I mean reading, so um, the cards will be on YouTube at The Existential Healer as well, and on top of that, guys, I got my website up and running, so yay. Um, TheExistentialHealer.com, go check it out, I'm not going to talk too much about it. <clears throat> the first card we got is Six of Wands, or Six of Staves, um, from the book, and we're, we're um, using the Goddess Tarot that I usually use, uh, from the book it says Six of Staves. Crowned with the laurels of victory, the woman rides a pure white horse. The six staves surrounding her are raised in tribute to her success and courage. Victory, acknowledgement, and honor. Um, okay, alright, so that's exciting. So, uh, things are happening for us. Things are definitely happening for us. Manifestations are coming true, and I think it's more so of, like, our energy is... Um, like we're being able to see the outcome of our energy right now so we're seeing like cycles be completed or um, yeah so then we got five of cups six of wands and five of cups so again it seems like Ooh, this is actually really cool. So it seems like we have been making some tough decisions or just making conscious decisions and efforts towards our own energetic field. And um, with the Five of Cups, we're being shown that we had to, again, like make those decisions. We had to sort of get to that point where we were like, okay, something has to change. Something has to budge. Um, and almost like we needed a renewal of life, a renewal of purpose. Um, and it feels like the Six of Wands, if you're not already feeling rejoiced, it's coming to you. You're working your way out of this darker hole and finding yourself in a point of celebration, in a point of you no longer feel gluttonous or... Um, um, like you have too much of what you don't need you feel like now you're getting exactly what you asked for or you're on your way to getting exactly what you're asking for now because um, I think that this this point that we're at deserves honor we have to honor where we've been in order to really enjoy where we're going so um, I think making a point to honor where you've been recently and the dark night that you recently went through. 
Um, the dark night of the soul is something that's talked about a lot in soul retrieval of how we get to a certain point um, that it just like it's our it's rock bottom for a lack of better words it's rock bottom <clears throat> and just ultimate dissatisfaction with life and um, it's not that life is meaningless it's just that the meaning is being um, it's like when you're born into this world you're told a lot of things from the very get-go about why, what you should do with your time, how you should spend your life, how you should live your life, how to be pious, and um, you're just told a lot of things. And I feel like this dark night of the soul was you finding dissatisfaction with the way you were supposed to live your life. Um, you weren't aligning with everything that you've been told for so long, and so that sort of fracture um, between your um, community, like the things going on in your life, you know, and what you're actually feeling on the inside brought you to this very low point. And um, spiritually, we can call that ontolo um, ontological shock when you experience the spirit world or you experience spirituality in a way that the material world um, kind of um destabilizes your belief in the spiritual world so like we're told to believe that death is a final thing or that the material world is just a very important um aspect of life and it is but not in the way that we use it societally um i think that we overuse it we overindulge in the material and forget that there's an entire spiritual existence and so for people who do grasp the spiritual ex existence of life um it can be sort of like alienating when the rest of the world doesn't really hear what you're saying or want to hear or they demonize what you're saying so Anyways, that dark night of the soul is finally leading you to this point of six of wands where you are like the princess on the horse and you're like, fuck it, I'll live in my own little fairy tale. Like, I don't need anyone to believe what I believe in order for it to be legit. And I think that that's one of the most empowering things about becoming spiritual and leaning into the magic of life and nature is that you learn that no matter what, what's bound to happen is going to happen. You can live in delusion all you want to, but the truth of the matter is reality still comes around. Like the universe still acts in many ways and you still like, when you're living in delusion, you sort of bring more delusion into your life. Like you really are able to curate your reality around what you need to believe. And um, I think leaning into your spirituality is like a conscious version of that where delusion is sort of subconscious um it's more of like a coping mechanism but consciously when we lean into how much we affect our own reality um and how we see our own world with this six of wands then we really get to like unlock creative potential you get to see things in ways that you've never even considered seeing them before because um, there's that aspect of just the magical as if like in magic in magical terms in uh, universal spiritual terms there is no um, impossible like everything is possible and so like manifesting just the smallest things for ourselves if I needed to manifest $500 that seems like such a big task for me in my personal opinion because $500 doesn't appear out of nowhere every day you know what I mean but with the attitude of going in and saying as if like okay I'm gonna manifest this $500 as if I can snap my fingers and it'll be here like believing it because what do I have to lose I, I could sit here and doubt it and say, oh, that's impossible, I don't believe in magic, or whatever, whatever you want to call it, but I'm ultimately manifesting it to not come in every time I doubt it, so when you convince yourself to just bring on the as if, you open your mind, you kind of allow your subconscious to feel more comfortable in considering the possibility, which means manifestations come a lot easier. Um, so yeah, we're going to keep going with messages from Spirit, and I've been really liking this Magic of You Oracle by Fiona Horn. Um, if you've been with me from 
the get-go. I tend to use it pretty often, but um, we're going to use it today just to see like what are we kind of hiding from ourselves? What are some truths we're hiding from ourselves? Or what are some messages from our higher self we might have been ignoring? This is really, really exciting, guys. Okay, so we got the card number 36, which the magic you seek is inside of you. Let it flow. Okay, so <laughs> continuing on with what I was just saying, um, sometimes we can live in delusion as far as how magical we really are, um, as far as how much power we truly have access to. Um, I think that it's a crucial moment if you're here listening to this, and this is a timeless reading, okay? But if you are listening to this right now, this is sort of your unlocking period, your initiation moment where you sit down and, and realize, sorry about that background noise. Um, this is your moment where you sit down and realize how extremely powerful you are, and you can relate this power to whatever means power for you so this can be a connection to spirit this can be meditation this can be um clear gifts this can be ancestors this can be mediumship whatever it is that you like you know what makes when i say the word witch you know what that means to you it could be your spell work it could be dream work it could be whatever it is to you but however you practice magic or however you admire magic like maybe in shows that you've been watching or podcasts you've been listening to there's just this, a little niche area of the entire world of magic that you've been really interested in lately and even if it's just a passing interest um that you that is your path that is you that is a reflection of you that is your highest self trying to get you to show some interest in your own spiritual self so um i hope that that's exciting news because a lot of us need like that confirmation here's your confirmation you are a magical person you are capable of very magical um things like you have a lot of power we all have power when we tap into that spiritual side um and like I was saying before, like with the Five of Cups going to that dark night of the soul, um, we kind of have to identify, or I mean, um, abandon our identities when we get to that point. When we get to that rock bottom point, you know that something has to change. You know that there's something that you no longer align with. You just have to acknowledge it and highlight it. Um, a lot of times we come out of the dark night of the soul a whole new person when it comes to our identity how we identify what we identify with and not even a whole new person it's just that you've shed your layers you've shed the mask that you wore in waking life um, because now you truly see the value of being your truest self okay so this witch energy that you're coming into this six of, of wands the celebration you um, are just like recognizing who you really are okay you are coming back to the magical sense of yourself from when you were a child um inner child work can be hard for some of us i think that memory issues are coming up for me are coming up um from spirit so if you struggle to remember your childhood that's okay um that's not going to stand in your way um don't allow that to limit you from exploring your child self today you don't have to know what you liked as a child you don't have to know exactly how to be a child just start exploring you know what i mean go to the park go on a walk do something magical do something childlike not childish okay um but childlike um maybe it's food maybe it's a movie you know just indulge in that sort of when you think about what motivates children why do they do the things they do um because they like it because they want to have fun 
I think that children don't usually have ulterior motives. They just kind of want to explore something. They want to experience something. They want to ask questions about something. Um, so maybe try and do something in your life that gives you that same sort of um, inspired action. That gives you this sort of feeling of experience or feeling of of adventure and it doesn't have to be like expensive either you don't have to go anywhere it could literally be an adventure to your backyard <laughs> um whatever this looks like you but i think that spirit is really trying to point out that again involving your subconscious and being open to experiencing things in new ways um that allows your subconscious to accept the next time your highest self or your spiritual team tries to come to you with a new message. Your subconscious is more allowing to the unknown when we consciously sort of poke at it with a stick and we're like, okay, what does, um, you know, can my imagination handle this? Maybe you should do some path working or guided meditations and see if your imagination can expand a little bit. Um, one message that keeps coming up for me recently is the importance of um, rec like including the unfamiliar in life. The importance of having things that you don't know all about already. And it's cool too because living life with an open mind towards everything automatically involves empathy in your everyday life. So when you move out of empathy... Um, you're just emotionally connected to life instead of physically connected to life, okay? So when you base things on the physical, you are only able to perceive what you can see, what you can touch, what you can sense with your five senses, okay? But I'm here to tell you, you have 54 senses. You do not have five. There's 54 senses, and I can leave a link to um, more resources about this, but... There are 54 senses, including the physical body, emotional body, spiritual body, and probably even more than that, but, um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, okay, so when you experience the life through your emotional self, you are connected to these, um, you know, a whole new area of senses, to say, and, um, Things just come to you in a new light. Perspective is a really fun thing, especially when you're open to gaining perspective. You don't even have to align with perspectives, but in, but to understand them, um, it's kind of like a superpower. It's like sitting down, not even a superpower, it's like um, doing a crossword search or, or uh, Sudoku. It's like getting your brain to sort of work a little bit and make con new connections. It's just kind of enriching to do for yourself, for your brain. Um, let's keep going with the Whispers of Healing, another favorite of mine. And let's just see um, what Spirit has to say right now to us, like advice for where we're at at the moment. Any advice from spirit with this process, with this moment in our in our lives? Goodness. Okay, well that is three. So we have so advice that we have from spirit right now is guardian acceptance and control. Now I'm going to read these from the book because these cards are always amazing. But we also have the number 10, 49, and 44. Um, but right off the bat, um, Spirit wants us to be aware that we are in close relation with them. Like, they are here with us. I was just explaining to my partner the other day, who's not as spiritual as I am, like, he's definitely a spiritual person, but, um, doesn't practice like I do. I don't know. Anyways, I was explaining to him, he had his first really kind of run-in with his spirit team, and he was like, wow, like, this is it. This is my first step, my first experience. Like, 
you know, it's real or whatever. And I was like, yeah, it's your first one that you're aware of. But just so you know, your, your guardians, your angels have been here the whole time. Like, this is just the first time that you're acknowledging them. So I don't know why I just brought that up. But may, I think Spirit wants us to acknowledge maybe what times were divinely led. You know, can you highlight any any time, any moments in your experience that were divinely led? You know, and we just kind of grouped it in with the mundane and looked it over. But we're, we're talking about honoring ourselves, honoring the legitness of life. I don't know. <laughs> that was a good, um, yeah. So I'm going to read out of the book now, The Guardian. This card indicates communication with your guardian angel or spirit guide. No matter what is going on in your life, you have angels and guardian spirits with you. You have an innate ability to connect with the spiritual energy that surrounds you. Don't wait to be in crisis or an extreme situation before you connect to your spirit guides. Okay, so that was kind of what I was going for earlier when I was saying how um, when you practice something, you make yourself more comfortable. So like if you have to deal with it in everyday life you kind of know what you're doing so I think that that's why um, like practice is now the word that's coming up practicing building that connection or engaging in that witch energy um, so that when you feel like you need to do it it doesn't feel like a bizarre ceremony you have to like sit down and get ready for it because it just comes more naturally to you and that's really important <clears throat> so uh, they continue to say, you can ask them for guidance on almost anything. Your angels and guardians are here for you, but they cannot intervene unless you ask for their support and guidance. They cannot interfere with your free will, but when you ask for their support, the outcome is often better than you, Im than you imagined. Okay, so that's awesome. First of all, we're being told to be outright, to literally sit down and have a conversation and... Um, Maybe this is in front of the mirror, maybe this is in front of a candle, that's the two things I'm being told right now, but it, say the words out loud. Say the words out loud, I am asking for your support, I'd like to see a sign, can you tell me that you're here with me? Um, sometimes I like to do this when I'm out in nature, I'll be like, okay, if you're here with me, can you show me? And I'll bring out my camera, I'll bring out my camera and just kind of um, take pictures of you know like the sky or just random pictures and let it happen and then you always I always see my orb in the background okay so then on top of that we are also just being told that our guides like that's what they're here for is to literally talk to to consult with like um, I feel like we reach out to a lot of people or things that we know we will hear back from um, and they're not always the best sounding board for different situations in life so we're being told that our guardians can hold a lot of things like you can lean into them more um, if you feel like you don't really have anyone f there for you um, the book goes on to say be receptive and open to receiving guidance be approachable having an open attitude will help you to feel the love and support your guides have on offer Messages can come in many forms. You may notice recurring numbers, a specific flower, butterflies, or dragonflies. Your message might come through a song, or you may start finding feathers or coins. These are just some of the many ways you can receive guidance. Once you begin acknowledging these messages, it will help you feel peaceful and shift your energy from negative to positive. Um, yes. Okay. <laughs> so... That's awesome. Relating back to Five of Cups, Six of Wands, we're transmuting negative or lost energy into connected energy and energy that makes us feel like we are living an honored life. Um, so we're transmuting negative to, to, to positive. But again, like I was saying earlier, if you are just considering the as if possibility the technique of of telling your brain to just think in as ifs you automatically open your yourself to receiving new messages you know just being open to it's kind of like if you were to play a game and in that game anything was possible you could create things out of thin air you can you can consult guides you know just trying to 
do whatever you need to do to convince your brain that it's possible and then lean into it and it becomes more natural. It gets a lot easier as you go. Um, a beautiful goddess looking, looks lovingly at a smaller woman who is sitting on the side of a ship. The lotuses filling the water signify wisdom and spiritual enlightenment. The partially open lotus flowers represent a soul that is still opening to its beauty and the spiritual guidance on offer. The starlight and purple shades suggest the presence of protective guardian angels. Everyone can use a little bit of extra help or support. You're being asked to request extra guidance, to be open and to trust. The outcome may not be immediately apparent, but be assured the confusion will pass and peace will be regained. Um, there's not much more to say after that. Like that is one of the best messages you can receive, like the most direct messages you can receive from your angels, from spirit. Um, it's just time to engage and see that magic and try to see life as more of a beautiful occurrence than a like scary and stressful thing. And if it's hard to come out of that mentality, then again, I think that our environment has to be um, evaluated and see if it's if it could support spiritual life. Can your environment support spiritual life? Um, can your mental environment support spiritual life? Um, yeah, so that just consideration is very important. So we have um, number 10, control as well. And um, out of the book, it says, you can change your life in an instant. It is so important to realize this. It is easy to fall into the trap of feeling like a victim of circumstance, your family history, or anything else that leaves you feeling helpless. Take responsibility for yourself and your feelings. You decide how you feel decide to be in charge so this kind of comes back to our witch card where it's talking about how witches are very intentional with their energy whether it's spell work or um candle work whatever you have in your in your head as an idea of a witch they are obviously very um like I know that there is chaos magic but there's not really reckless magic because witches more than not I won't say more than anyone but witches and spiritual people like shamans etc um, have a very close relationship with the physical world and the spiritual world and understand consequences of actions so a lot of us like even those of us who only participate in the physical world um, that sort of limits us to only seeing the physical consequences sometimes especially when you um bring your attention to like narcissistic folk they um will do things and they can't always see the consequences because they're unaware that it's a emotional consequence or a spiritual consequence you know and i think we've all heard bullies before talk about how oh what i'm not hurting you you know i'm not doing anything to you which physically could be correct but there are emotional and spiritual consequences that we don't always see um but anyways the witch card is telling us that we are capable of literally intentionally living our lives in a specific way um taking responsibility for your outlook for your perspective for your um, environment, you know what I mean? Placing boundaries is a way of taking responsibility and being intentional. There's a lot of really empowering things you can do that just mean respecting yourself, respecting what makes you feel uncomfortable and um, removing that from your life and invoking the things that you know bring more magic and bring more perspective to your life so knowing the difference and just choosing to live more intentionally um <clears throat> one of my favorite things about my spirituality is the feeling of being alive again like i am living with energy i'm not just passively waking up every morning um and checking off boxes and then going back to sleep every day I have an opportunity to experience life one more time you know and I'm experiencing it the way that I want to the way that makes me feel good and in, enriched in my life because there's a lot of things like I am an anxious person I've been an anxious person my entire life so there's a lot of things in this world that I could use to um, 
destroy my environment and harm my spiritual body and my mental body, but I make sure that all three bodies are sort of aligned and comfortable with being within each other's realm, and I've removed things that trigger me into living a negative life or negative perspective. Um, yeah. So it, said, it continues to say, educate, educate yourself about what is going on with you, your emotions, or your health. As you go through life, your body changes and your thinking does too. Pay attention to your body and your mind to better understand them. Feel good about being your own advocate. Realizing you are in control will be rejuvenating and beneficial to your well-being. So again, we are kind of like overall, you just reevaluate why, like what inspires what you do. Why do you do what you do? Um, Exercise is coming up specifically because we're talking about health and before I had a pretty unhealthy relationship with exercise and had very specific goals and measurements that I wanted to make but now today I run when I feel like running, I stretch when I feel like stretching and um, I take care of myself but I do what my body feels like it needs. Sometimes I have too much energy and sometimes I have not enough energy but there's no way to schedule my body into my day because I just wake up and listen to it. It's just day by day, you know. And, I love a good plan, I love planning things out, but sometimes schedules can be um, limiting in ways that are unnecessary, you know? Um, we plan so many things to so many fine details, we don't leave enough room for the divine or for the miracles to happen and be noticed. Um, we're just too busy. I'm going to take a drink real quick. Excuse me. So the last one we have is acceptance, number 49. Um, so in the book it says acceptance. Though not easy, it is important to start accepting how you feel. Pain, illness, discomfort, work, stress, miscommunication, and poor timing are all part of life. Accepting how you feel right now is the first step towards healing. Being in physical or emotional pain can put you on edge. You may be angry that you must face a challenge. You may feel down because you don't understand why something is happening to you. Accepting what is going on may help you identify the root cause of your disappointment. You can then explore your options and determine your preferred outcome. Accepting a situation does not mean agreeing with it, but it can help you come to a sense of peace. Consider your beliefs. Um, can wait. Consider your beliefs concerning a higher source or power. Acknowledging something is part of your spiritual development can help you move towards acceptance. Trust there is a divine plan in place that will guide you through each challenge. So, um, something that really helped me with forgiveness and responsibility in life and just kind of like appreciating magic is realizing that the bad things had to happen um in order for me to get to this point and I don't believe that in every situation I don't I'm not one of those people where it's like oh I have to experience pain and trauma to understand um life but um because I think that a certain amount of evil and trauma is just traumatized people hurting traumatized people and if we all just took accountability for our interaction with the world then there'd be a lot less trauma just getting circled around um but realizing that like say my relationship with my dad like we had to have the arguments and the disagreements for us to have the understanding that we have for each other now, okay? And there were, you know, those certain disagreements or whatever didn't bring harm to my life. You know, there's certain traumas or just dark areas in life that you have to go through. I, again, like, violence is never something that I think someone, oh, like, everyone has to go through. I think violence is an awful thing. But knowing the difference between violence and between a difficult challenge sent to you by divine because again like there's certain relationships that we choose in the spirit world before we incarnate that we choose for specific reasons and um 
recognizing that in certain situations can bring a lot of humility and um, patience to a lot of situations and relationships and I just think that that's helpful that's kind of where I'm trying to go with that <sighs> sorry um let's see what else do I want to do we're talking to spirit today so I'm going to bring out the angel cards and just see what angels are currently surrounding the collective what angels are with us right now one. See what messages they have us. Any angels that are surrounding the collective currently. We've got Zagzagel, Zagzagel, Wisdom, 23. Um, we have Israfel, number 10, Music, and Ramliel, 29, Awakening. So, Wisdom, Music, and Awakening. Um, wisdom is cool because, again, like, that's just a direct call out to our guardians being here with us, our angels are here with us, whoever it is that you consult as your spirit team, trust and believe that they are there. If you don't know who they are, if you have no idea what a spirit guide is, I would suggest doing, again, a guided meditation or just meditating with the idea that you have spirits and entities surrounding you at all times and maybe um, you know using Oracle to ask them some questions and ask for confirmation of their presence or looking for those signs those animals those colors whatever it is um, we have music and I want to read this one from the book just because it seems interesting to me but for me music is um, a very fun way of using like I use music as an oracle sometimes I'll just go to my um, playlist and just say okay I need a message send it to me through these songs and then see what comes out and it's cool because I'm the type of person who listens to like the same five songs over and over again but then when they come through as a divine message I'm hearing things that I had never heard before in listening to them so um, I don't know, I guess that could be beneficial to some people. Um, let's see, partnership. Hold on. Number 10, number 10. Nine, 10. Okay, music. Though all angels sing mighty praises to God, there is a special order con consecrated to bringing up the music of the spheres. Israfel and his legions embody the creative word of God. Angels speak from the mind and sing from the heart, not as we do through vocal cords. Their singing is like humming or chanting as they express tones without words. I'm also being told right now that you might receive clear audience um, messages, so if you're hearing ringing in your ears or like humming, that can also be your guides or just a message that you need to sit and listen. Um, Anyways, think back to a time in your life when you heard music that was so powerful and beautiful you were carried away in ecstasy. The angels were there, touching the strings of your heart and spontaneously opening a channel to experience the irresistible force of, the, of their expression. Earth music is a weak reflection by comparison. Oof, okay. <laughs> That's funny because I, like, again, I'm a music junkie, so there's a lot of music I listen to and I'm like, ugh, this is a beautiful song like this is angelic but for them to say that it is a weak reflection <laughs> i'm i don't know i guess i'm intrigued by the sound of angels now um these choirs are always on the lookout for open hearts and ears so that through them our world may be brought into tune spirit melodies are far more than material sound waves and carry pulsations of communication that all beings understand each of us take part in the mighty orchestra of the universe through which the angels send inspiration, purification, instruction, faith, and love to our yearning souls. 
In moments of stress, heroism, or illumination, the eternal self inwardly aligns with a particular anthem it requires for courage, balance, or serenity. Pray to be enraptured in the sublime spirit energy. <clears throat> That's pretty cool. <laughs> Um, I'm going to keep going. Music is a vibration. It is said that the angels closest to God sing holy, holy, holy. Far more than praising God's greatness, they are gathering waves emanating from God and sending them into space. From their song, uh, worlds are formed. This song of creation is condensed several times, making, it way, making its way through the angelic hierarchy to be transformed into the archetypes and finally into our physical matter as light, sound, gravity, and radio waves. Um, with that being said, again, I think overall with, message, with this whole theme being messages from spirit, we just have to be open to receive. What, um, what in our lives could possibly be taken as a message? What are we overlooking? Um, and again, like, life is such a creative thing that you're allowed to see anything however you want to see it, okay? Um, so, with that comes great power, great responsibility, you know what I mean? And, and involving this witch card and seeing the magic inside of yourself, again, Overall, you just keep being told how much power you have in the actuality of your reality. Um, ooh, that was kind of a weird sentence. But, anyways, you can change anything. You can choose anything. Like, there's so many possibilities. Um, creativity just keeps coming up. Like, possibility, creativity, inventive, inventive energy. Um, yeah. Just keep considering it. Like, just keep opening your mind. That's what keeps being nailed into my head is opening your mind. Open their mind. Um, I'm going to read Awakening as well because I feel like that one could be fun. I love Awakening. Um, every time you feel like you've awakened, you realize, like, six... I don't even know why six came out. Um, a few days or a few, just time after you feel like you're awakening again. And I feel like life is a just ever awakening experience that you're just remembering how completely total this experience is with nature, with spirit. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of in a spiely mood today. So sorry if I'm talking too much. Um, okay, so number 29, awakening. Sleepers awake. Each of us has a different concept of what it means to be awakened. The essence of what we all seek is divine love and freedom from pain and suffering. Ramlil is the angelic awakener whose goal is to bring you to God consciousness and union with your eternal self. He supplies whatever you need to fight the battle between light and illusion, the flesh and the spirit. As you awaken to the wealth of feeling and wisdom, Within, a mighty surge of passion reveals your divine plan. Feelings of love, sensuality, gratitude, and joy are revived with such intensity that you, your previous consciousness would not have thought it possible. Okay, exactly. So, like I'm trying to say, um, just considering the possibility, just opening your mind, because when we, are, when we lock ourselves into what we know, um, we don't allow any room for what is possible because there's no way you know everything, okay? And whatever you think that you know the most, there's no way you know everything. Um, just considering that there can be more, like more can be added to our lives, can just bring such a healthy amount of curiosity and intuition. So you're hearing me. I'm not going to keep going, but... Um, awakening begins with noticing more of what you normally ignore. Exactly. Oh my god. <laughs> um, the process of denial happens so quickly that it's difficult to interrupt at first. Yes. Okay, this is what I'm trying to say is when we question what we deny, then it's no longer like this process that we're not involved in. Okay, our subconscious, the way we have built our lives around our society... We've allowed ourselves to be unconsciously in denial or in illusion. And we're just at the point, again, you being here is the first step. Like, we're at the point where we are able to start taking responsibility and creating our world. Um, do, 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 do. 
The presence of greatness, um, your unworthiness will not allow you to receive, and the true feeling of dislike that guilt shames you to nullify. Okay, the mind would have you believe that awakening comes from what you know, but this is not a journey through the mind. When feelings of doubt and distrust surface, acknowledge them, see if they are true insights or past limitations exposing themselves for transformation. That's what I was saying earlier is that sometimes things come up like the dark night um, or just like bad things happen to us like i was saying earlier bad things happen to us that is life there are um certain amount of things not violent things those things should never happen to you and i apologize if violence is enacted on you but the small difficult challenges of life that happen to us always enact an opportunity to awaken to evolve to um transcend to transmute energy okay we're always being tested we're always in a situation where we can use our spiritual gifts um to better the situation i guess so um Romlil provides the best conditions for your growth by helping you face the personal demons and illusions you have denied those that have shielded you from directly experiencing god's love um, so again, a lot of our illusions, um, all of our insecurities are illusions. All of our doubts are illusions, okay? Any negative feeling within you is an illusion because ultimately that's not how you actually feel. You've just been told to worry about this specific thing for usually no reason at all. Um, so these angels being here, you are again being shown that you have the opportunity to grow like you have the opportunity to do something here um sorry about that deep within each of us is a dark and fearful place that must be passed through on the way home there's this is where all your rage over having to be so detached from the way you really feel has gone okay um so they're pointing out that you've been detached from how you really feel, which, again, in order to exist in this world, like I heard someone talking about how neurodivergence is a, is, would be a normal, um, like, process or reaction to having to exist in this world. Um, and detaching from the way we really feel, um, I think sort of sometimes plays into mental illness and neurodivergence. And there's a lot of crossover there, in my opinion. So, yeah, I don't know what the point was. But anyways, this is where the desperation and terror of experiencing this earth as a living hell silently hides, okay? <laughs> and it is easy to feel that in today's world. So deep and ugly is this realization that we must first have a strong and personal connection with God to have courage to face it. Ramlil will not take will not take you there until you are ready. When the time comes, seek the support of all who love you and one who has gone there before. Um So again, this kind of all ties into creating our own reality. When you are ready to truly just transform, and I feel like for me, it's been an even greater detachment from the world because I don't care anymore so much about the physical world, um, not any more than the spiritual world. And that sort of like fair opportunity um, has really helped bring balance into my perspective, into my experience in this life. So, um, yeah, overall, I'm going to get one more just little advice message for everybody. But overall, we're just, again, being told, you know, we are magical people. We have magical capabilities. We are able to do so much with just the power of thought, the power of belief, going in and experiencing things in ways that we have discounted previously. Um, it's worth exploring. I'm just going to say that. It's worth exploring. One more message from Spirit before we go. Okay, we've got three. <laughs> um, first, we have surrender to the pulse that moves you towards your creative destiny, a life of great purpose. 
So again, when you get to create your own reality, you get to you get to experience pure creativity. Like you get to perspective is creativity. Imagination is creativity. Perspective is imagination. Um, it all just goes in circles and um, surrender to that pulse. Like it's worth just leaning into. Like I was saying earlier with the inner child stuff, surrender to the pulse to do whatever you want to do. Um, dress up play um a game you know like there's just so many ways there's so many ways whatever your brain tells you this would feel good please indulge in that please indulge in that especially if you're being creative um except you don't lack for anything the whole world belongs to you and yeah period um again when you start creating your reality when you start taking conscious effort in your reality um, you realize you have access to a lot of resources you realize you have access to a lot of um, just energy to influence the way you perceive your world it's so not so much like the physical reality of your world changing it's that you are able to transmute any negative experiences any um, thing you don't like about your world and transmute it into a positive experience or give it a positive little backstory or whatever helps you appreciate your reality more. Um, but you don't lack for anything. No one is doing anything to you. No one is taking anything from you. Um, and then lastly, our last little message is dismiss thoughts that don't lead to the garden of in infinite possibilities. So, any, any thoughts that we have that are telling us to doubt, to fear, to run and hide, um, specifically I grew up Christian, so developing a relationship with spirituality has been very hard for me because um, my bottom line subconscious has this habit of just putting everything on God and spirituality um, again, has a lot of points of responsibility and being a conscious effort in your own reality. So if you're not ready to take reality, f or I'm sorry, to take responsibility for your reality, then this probably, you know, isn't for you because it gets hard. Like you have to really, um, I'm trying to think of the right words. Like I... You just have to really put your foot in it and be ready to commit to something. And like for me, I it was hard for me to commit to anything for a few years. And this is the first thing that I've really like been able to commit to and feel really, really good about doing because it's I'm in the garden of infinite possibilities. Like I am really pushing myself to step past all of my fears and doubts with that as if technique, as if all of this, you know, magically could be real because then my subconscious starts to believe me and I no longer have to run and hide under God's wing or whatever my previous beliefs were because I am based in trust like it's becoming easier I'm practicing um just remember that this is a process you are you are are in in a process um yeah let go of what you've been through and move into what is coming your way. Um, that's all I really have for you today. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Um, and yeah, I'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.